Get ready for pills and chats and some jokes. and chats. This week's films with Alex and Michael. The Big Blanket Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Picture House Podcast with me, Michael. Alex can't be here today, so I'm hoping that at a little later date we can stitch together some previews and reviews uh, with this interview that we've got coming up. So the interview we've got coming up today is with Daniel from Dogworth, one of the world's leading distributors of documentaries. Uh, They've done some amazing films, which I'll reel off to you later. But today we're going to talk a little about a little bit about Citizen Jane, which we have a very special event for. Uh, Whitney Houston, Can I Be Me, which is the new film by Nick Broomfield. And then also, um, Dogworth are very, very good at making posters. In fact, I would say they are consistently the best posters going. If you remember Blackfish and Iris, uh, they were just totally fantastic and i really couldn't wait to speak to someone from dogworth about how they got their posters made and who did them so without further ado hello so i'm with daniel from dogworth how are you doing yeah good thank you thanks for having me on no problem, no problem. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure to have you because um, Dogworth is one of the most uh, interesting distributors, I think, that uh, feed this cinema. Um, you, you've got films like Blackfish, Marina Bramovich, this artist's president, um, The Act of a Killing, The Look of Silence, Black Panther's Vanguard of a Revolution. These are some of my favourite documentaries that I've seen in recent years and you guys have distributed them. Can you tell us a bit about uh, Dogworth and uh, some of the films? Yeah, so we're we're, um, we're around about um, twelve years old now, um, and we've kind of got a unique position within the um, the UK industry in the fact that we we purely release documentaries, um, and uh, we've we've kind of taken that line um, for the last ten years, um, I believe. And it's um, as you can see with some of the titles that you kind of mentioned, we look for um, kind of the kind of quality feature length documentary releases. Um, throughout the year so um, our kind of year starts with Sundance in January um, where a lot of the kind of big US uh, and world cinema documentaries are launched Um, and then we kind of look for the the key titles there and we take them through the festival season and then into cinemas um, on demand and on DVD as well So do you have a uh, particular favourite of the Dogworth films? I do. I, I get asked this regularly, um, and so it's it's um, it's, it's a film from uh, Laura Poitras, um, who directed Citizen Four. She won the Oscar for Citizen Four. Okay. Uh, before that, she directed two um, other feature films. Uh, first one was My Country, My Country, uh, and the second one was uh, called The Oath. Um, and uh, for me, it's uh, her kind of best work. Um, it's it follows a uh, kind of dual narrative. Uh, one is on a, a former kind of Al Qaeda sympathizer now living in Yemen. Wow. It was kind of um, teaching um, young, kind of vulnerable teens who were maybe looking to kind of follow in his path, um, giving them kind of a, a, a detailed explanation of, of the do's, not the do's and don'ts, but, you know, the, <laughs> the positives and negatives that can come with following that, yeah. that route. 
Um, whereas on the other half of the film, you've got um, detainees in Guantanamo being tried unlawfully. Um, so Laura does a you know fantastic job of bringing those two strands together, um, and it is the kind of middle film of her of her kind of loose nine eleven trilogy that started with uh, My Country, My Country, and finished with Citizen Four as well. Amazing. Um, so you got you have got a couple of films coming out at the moment. So uh, this Friday we are showing well today i should say <laughs> we're, we're showing citizen jane um which uh, we're, we're doing a very very special event with it could you give us a little uh, lowdown on what citizen jane is and then um yeah I'll, I'll let you know about our little event yeah so citizen jane um tells the kind of story of jane jacobs who was a political activist in new york um and she she was basically kind of one of the the, the leading um people to rally against uh, the redevelopment of New York, um, the building of the projects as well. Um, her, the main antagonist of the piece uh, is a guy called Robert Moses, who is a... Um, he looks, he looks miserable, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> property planner, general ne'er-do-well, miserable, miserable being. Um, you know, the, the, the kind of parallels between himself and Trump are obviously quite evident. Um, but Jane, you know, she, she was known for her, her kind of writing, um, she was. Um, yeah, I'm actually holding. Kind of, I'm holding one of her books, "The Death and Life of Great American Cities." Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's that's the kind of key text that, that um, a lot of her kind of followers um, cite, and her her kind of um, her ideas are, are based around the ideas of eyes on the street. The more eyes that you have on the street, the more people on the street, the less problems you will have with crime um, and, and all of that. But obviously Moses' idea was to kind of box people up in high-rise towers uh, in the projects. Um, he also had various ideas about um, building bypasses across New York, destroying you know huge amounts of the city. Um, and so it, it's, it's basically a film that looks at that kind of battle. Mm. Um, but also the battles that are raging um, in kind of 21st century yeah, well, as well. It's, it's really important in Liverpool right now. We've got so many music venues that are, um, yeah. that have built a culture within our city centre and then are having to um, like move up or move out because they've built um, they've built like property there so people yeah. start living there and then they start to complain about the noise and culture that brought them there in the first place a really vicious cycle um which is why we're doing our event in fact is that uh, we're going to get um some uh, town uh, planners and um and city activists to come in and talk about their own experiences uh, in our city and um, and ho- hopefully, what after watching the film, we'll see some kind of uh, reflection and similarities in what Jane did, um, and what we can hopefully do to change our own city. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's why the film works so well. Is that it? It is on the one hand um, about, about this kind of very specific era, mm-hmm. but um, the, the repercussions of that and the, the battle that she fought are battles that still raging, as you say, in Liverpool and, and, and also in, in London, we have that same issue with yeah. Soho being torn to pieces, called Crossrail to, um, and, and various other um, kind of property developments, you know, it's, it's Soho losing its identity very quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like London is is putting a few things in place, which I think is quite good, There's because they're, they're actually protecting some of the venues, aren't they, by, with, with some laws, which is the, uh, stopping property developers from doing it without proper safeguards in place for, for sound and stuff, I think. 
but we don't yeah, quite... There are, there are a few um, cinema-wise. Um, I know there are, there are two kind of curtains that are um, being threatened at the moment and various other kind of music venues. Um, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to keep as many as we can, um, but it's a, mm. it's a kind of ongoing, ongoing issue. I think it's wicked, in a way, to be a victim. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and Robert Moses was absolutely powerful. He wanted to wipe the slate clean, start all over again. I say that you have a cancerous growth there that has to be carved out. I first began looking into city planning and housing. It was unbelievably awful. Insane. We didn't understand how high the price was until Jane Jacobs came along. Jane Jacobs has written a book that advances with the power of a bulldozer against modern city planning and rebuilding. She is the antennae that's picking up something here that no one else is seeing. She believed the city is not about buildings, the city is about people. She was questioning orthodoxy at a time when women were not welcomed in those environments. She was a housewife. That's how they treated her. Try to mess with a bunch of mothers. We were outraged about a road going through Washington Square, and we were going to save Washington Square. Well, you have to bullet through. You've got to do it. The expressway will destroy the neighborhood. I think this awful thing, they're making me sick. It is not right. Jane Jacobs was the most articulate voice of a movement. Please. You have to move a lot of people out of the way of a big housing project. People rent, they don't own it. What are they gonna do? Throw them in the street? After 51 years, I'm citizen and everything. Where was this going to end? Take the money and go away. What would we have left? People have to insist on government trying things their way. You've also got uh, the new Whitney Houston documentary by. I, I, it didn't interest me too much, even though she's had a mad life. I was, I was thinking this could just be a, a kind of frothy thing about Whitney Houston. But then I saw Nick Broomfeld attached to it, and I suddenly knew that this is going to be a brilliant and uh, almost intrusive story. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for photographer, anyone aware of Dogwood will know that we have quite a record with music documentaries. So recently we did um, Gimme Danger, um, which was a, a documentary on, on Iggy and the Stooges yeah. directed by Jim Jarmusch. Um, and so I guess in a similar way, uh, the, the, the Whitney Houston film, uh, Can I Be Me, um, which we're releasing on the 16th of June, it had two kind of draws. There was obviously the, the story of Whitney Houston, who was, you know, one of the, the biggest kind of um, best-selling artists of, of her era. Um, coupled with Nick Broomfield, who is, you know, he's documentary royalty in this in this country as mm. well, known for um, Kurt and Courtney um, and the Big In Tupac um, documentary as well. Yeah. So, well, obviously, we, we came across the film. Um, it's, it's a kind of co-production between Showtime in the US and BBC here. Um, and, you know, but very quickly we could tell that, that this was something special. Um, so we, we are going to be launching the film uh, in the UK at Sheffield, as mentioned. Um, oh, with fantastic. Nick, um, doing, doing a Q&A event. We're still just um, putting the final touches onto that, but it, it will be a kind of satellite event 
uh, into multiple cinemas. So hopefully as many people as possible will be able to, to see the film for the first time then. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping to get down for that. So maybe I won't be there via satellite. I'll hopefully be in Sheffield. I'd really like to be there, actually. Um, yeah, so I think 11th of June will be the, the main satellite event and then it will be in cinemas kind of nationwide on the 16th. So you've got a couple yeah. of chances to, to catch the film. Fantastic. Um, okay, one last thing I'd love to talk to you about. Um, t- consistently, time and time again, Dogworth have the best posters in cinema. Uh, there's, there's like no two ways about it. I, there's not a consistently better uh, distributing company that makes better posters. I was wondering if you give me an, any insight into why that is. Um. I guess, well, basically, artworks for kind of posters can come in, in various guises. Sometimes we're lucky, um, and, and, you know, we might pick up UK rights to, to release a documentary and the artwork already in place. Mm. It's fantastic. Um, obviously, for, for us in the, in the UK, as, as you'll know, we, we always use quad um, mm. posters, um, that kind of format for, for putting into cinemas to advertise our films. So there's always a, a case to kind of adapt the poster a little bit. So that's, um, that's like the uh, the quad posters we have in, in England. Uh, it's essentially landscape posters. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as, as opposed to a kind of upright, which is more common in, in North America. Um, but obviously, you know, there, there is still quite a lot that needs to be done. Uh, you need to leave room for quotes um, if, if the reviews are good, which they normally are. Um, and you need a kind of strong key image. So, so one that gets uh, mentioned a lot is obviously Blackfish. Mm, um, if, if you just kind of type Blackfish poster into the internet, you'll see quite a lot of variations on it. Um, but, but the one we kind of went for um, is the very iconic um, kind of silhouette mm. um, of, of the orca of Tilikum. Um You know, it's black and white. It's, it's kind of simple. It's minimalistic, but it tells you pretty much everything. When you look into their eyes, you know somebody is home. They're an animal that possesses great spiritual power, not to be meddled with. Orange County Sheriff's Office. We need SO to respond for a dead person at SeaWorld. A whale has eaten one of the trainers. Yeah, so we, we have in, in house we have a, a graphic designer, a guy called Mike Leeson, who um very fortunate to have. Um he has kind of forty years experience within the industry. He's designed kind of posters not just for us but for um, the likes of Artificial Eye and, and U Aid as well and, and he can turn anything into um really top quality artwork. Um so yeah, we're very fortunate to have him. Yeah, I, I would um actually love to uh shake his hand because I th- I, th- I Honestly, if if he, he's the person doing the in-house design for for Dogworth, I, I am really impressed by all his work. Yeah, he, he does a great deal. I mean, he does all of our kind of posters, and and, and then you know on on my side uh, the kind of DVD and, and digital artwork and all of our printouts as well. So he's very prolific. Um, he's very good, cool under pressure as well. So Fantastic. yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, uh, Daniel, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, if I'm ever in London, I'll uh, give you a shout um, and say hi. So um, and, yeah, please do. And please Thanks come, please come and say hi to us. In fact, <laughs> we will. All right. Goodbye. Cheers, then. Bye bye. You've been listening to. You've been listening to.
Big Blanket Podcast.